Yo, this Frank Martin, and it's the Second Wind Podcast. Tune in. Anything, bro, I'm going to go at like, at like one. Yeah. yeah. But you're going like, to get that work in too, though. Yeah. So everybody got their own mental shit. You know, some people might get up at five, but I know my phone's asleep. Yo, yo, before we get into this episode, I want to give a big shout out to everybody that shows us love, everybody that likes, comments, subscribes. With y'all help, y'all allow us to continue to bring y'all great guests with great stories like the one that we have today. If y'all could do us a big favor, hit that subscribe button. It would really, really help us out a lot. Appreciate y'all and enjoy the show. Second Wind family, man. What's good? Appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode of the Second Wind podcast. I'm James. Geo, whatever you want to call me, make sure y'all go ahead and follow my IG, follow the Second Wind Pod, man. And unfortunately, I don't have my right hand, my brother, my ace with me today. He has some some traveling problems, but we couldn't miss this episode. We got one of the coldest fighters in the world, man. Like, this dude's skill level is crazy, and he started late. Mr. Frank, the ghost, Martin, is on the show today, brother. 18 and 0, cold, bro. If you know, you know. I appreciate you coming on, bro. Much love, much love, man. Hey, listen, you you somebody that we wanted to get on for a while because, like, your story's impactful, but also you're not in a lot of media. Like, you really to yourself, you be chilling, you be vibing. So we wanted you to get on here and kind of talk a little bit about life, a little bit about boxing, and give some inspiration to people who might be watching who want to be the next you, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate yeah. you getting on, bro. For sure, for sure. Your story starting off, like, a big thing with us is we like to talk about the beginning. You started off in Fort Wayne, right? And then you went to Indianapolis. Yeah, Indianapolis. You went to Indianapolis and you talked about how your your dad had some, you know, there were some street problems as opposed to your mom's side of the family, which was a lot of athletes. How mm-hmm. did that how did that affect you growing up, you know, being around that, kind of having two sides of the spectrum? Exactly what it was. I was on both sides of the spectrum. You know, I was trying to be an athlete and then two, I was trying to be in the streets at the same time. So I got to a point where I had to pick you know what I mean? What side I wanted to be on. So I went through, like, I got in a little trouble. Yeah. Or whatever. I was facing a little bit of time. So once I had, uh, once that little situation had my charges, I got dropped and everything, I ended up just turning to boxing. Yeah. Know? So I'm like, I'm like, I got to go ahead and pick the, the better side, you know, the sports side. Mm-hmm. So I just really tapped in with the with the boxing. Was was that the moment for you where it was like, because everyone that's that deals with a situation like that has that, like, switch where it's like, I can't go back to that. Was that the moment for you where you were like, yo, I cannot go, I can't get in trouble again, like, like I got to do something positive type thing? Yeah, yeah. I just really, you know, I just really wanted to, uh, you know, be somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when I did get in that trouble, I'm like, it was too close. You know what I mean? It was too right. close for me losing everything. So I had to, you know, bounce back. Right. And and you said you started boxing. And traditionally, you know, a lot of the boxers at your level that are elite start when they like, five six seven eight but you started when you was 18 right mm-hmm. you were an amazing wrestler you were undefeated and you started boxing when you was 18 talk about that and like that process and starting up when you was so you know kind of like, old for the for the sport when you by most people's standards so for real man I, I wanted to start when I was like 12 you know what yeah. I mean but my mom she wouldn't let me so once I got in a little trouble or whatever I ended up I'm 18 at the time so I just signed up on my own you know and I just kind of my mom's shop, she got a nail shop, so mm-hmm. it was right next door to the boxing gym. Yeah, so it was just convenient. It was, it was convenient, you know, it was perfect. So I went over there, you know, uh, ended up signing up, 
And I was just, you know, <laughs> my first time going in there, I'm thinking I'm finna whoop everybody because I used to street fight a lot. Right, yeah. So I'm thinking I'm finna whoop everybody, you know. So I go up in there. Um, it's this pro in there. His name Angel Hernandez. Man, I spar. Still remember him. I remember him, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Give me with a good, a good body shot. That was your, like, welcome Ooh. to boxing moment. Welcome to box Humble. It, yeah. It humble me. You feel me? <laughs> the thing is, people don't really know what <laughs> them body shots feel like because when you in a street fight, ain't nobody, all, ain't yeah, nobody hitting you in the all body. all headshots. What does a body shot feel like Shit. for people who never got hit by one? Like, because you see people get hit and their whole body almost, like, shuts down type it's of thing. It's one of them. That's what it, that's what it feel like. It's yeah. like, it feel like you get paralyzed for a second, but it's a late reaction. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it don't happen right then and there. Like, you can get hit with a good liver shot or, yeah, I mean, you get hit with a good liver shot. Like, it's like a late reaction. You get hit probably like a second and a half later, you'll feel it and mm-hmm. it drop. It's just like Shit. your body just just shake. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's weird. That was the first time, though. Damn. I ain't, thank God that ain't never happened to me. Yeah, it's worse than headshots. For real? Yeah, for sure. You ever have any moments where you was like, man, this ain't for me. Like, you know, I'm I'm 18 I'm a little older compared to some other people. This ain't for me. You ever had any moments like nah, that? You nah. always just had the confidence, like, if I'm doing this, I'm going I'm 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 to do it for all. real. I'm going to give them all. And that's always been your mindset. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's Even a great I was mindset. Doubted. You know, in the beginning, you know, everybody tried to talk me out. of. You know, sometimes people try to talk you out certain stuff, you know, certain goals, certain dreams. You got to be talk about them. So uh, it was one of them things, man. It was people close to me, too. Right. You know, certain trainers and all that, you know, like saying little stuff, basically how – I won't accomplish certain things that I want to accomplish. You. Yeah, for sure. But that but I eat off that. Yeah, you know that's what I'm about to say. Like, there's two types of people: people who deal with doubt and they run away from it, and there's people who look it in the face. Like, mm-hmm. it really says a lot about you how you react to stuff like that. And you yeah, say I'm you eat, eat off. I'm of it. eat off that. Man, as as someone who started late, right? There was a. I remember you talking about doing the pad work with Floyd, right? Mm-hmm. And he said you got the speed and the power to be a world champ. What did that do for your confidence? Because you're hearing that from, I mean, you can hear that from anybody, but Floyd is Floyd, you know what I'm saying? So what did that do for your confidence? It was just motivation, you know, because at that time too, man, I wasn't even, I wasn't even like IQ-wise, you know. I was just, I ain't had that IQ that I got now, you know what I mean? So at that point, I was just really going off natural athleticism. So for him to tell me at that time, you know, I just got to, getting deeper in my bag, trying to Shit. understand the game. Did it make you go, like, that much harder? Or were you already training hard to even be in the gym before you was already training hard? Yeah, yeah. I always man, I always been like a workhorse, you know. And anything you did? Uh, I was not, like, in the beginning, like, wrestling and football. Like, it was kind of more like just I was gifted, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I kind of used to half-ass that a little bit. You right. Know? But, but boxing, you can't half-ass boxing. You got to – if you do – you ain't going to get to where you got uh, need to get to. Yeah, the thing about boxing, too, is, like, there's it's not like basketball where you got to depend on people. It's not like football. Like, the work that you put in reflects directly with your results. For sure. So, like, even when we came in here and I see you dripping sweat and I see you on the pad, I'm like, he's putting in that work. Like, people don't even know the amount of hours that y'all put into this. It's all on you. Yeah. We ain't got no backup. We got a bad day, whatever. We ain't got nobody to come you know, come through for us. Mm-hmm. We got to – only thing we got to come through for us is our, our uh, coaches yeah. in our corner. You know, tell us, you know, walk us through whatever it is we're going through in the ring at that time. Right. And, you you know, talking about your coaches, Derek James is a coach that's, that's legendary, right? And he's trained a lot of great fighters. And you talked about how you watched EJ 
Earl Spence and Derek James, before you were training with them, you were like, yeah. you know, that, that's, those are people that I want to work with. What does it feel like now being able to train with a dude like that that you looked yeah. at and you was like, I'm going to get to the point where I'm training with him. Like, you there now. How does yeah. it feel, like, being able to learn from him? It feel good. You know what I mean? Like, one thing Derek did for me, man, he gave me the understanding yeah. of the game. You know what I mean? Like, it took away – me training with Derek took away – uh, the natural athleticism, you know, I don't just rely on my natural athleticism now. You know, I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, defensively, offensively, like, it's, it's more than just being offensive or defensive. You know, you got to have timing. You got to have everything. Right. So, training with Derek, man, he just upped my game, you know, as far as knowledge. And, you know, he brought out some stuff in me that wasn't – brought out in the beginning right. you know what i mean so you was just relying on like pure athleticism yeah, before yeah just being like i'm gonna work him because i'm more athletic than him type yeah. stuff damn but i always put in that work though yeah you know, i ain't never ever since i've been boxing i ain't never took no shortcuts mm -hmm. you feel me it was just back home you know like training there you know it ain't it ain't you know you know indiana the mm -hmm. midwest like detroit big big on boxing but like where i was at indiana it ain't too big on boxing so just getting that getting that that knowledge of the game, it was hard to get that back home. Yeah, kind of having that base. Yeah, yeah. Um, you work with EJ too, right? And EJ's a great boxer, mm. right? What did you learn from him when you started working with him, like seeing him, how he prepared, how he trained? Nonstop. You know, his work ethic, it just made me work harder. I already worked hard, but seeing his work ethic, you know, like it was different. Yeah. You know, we don't go on no – no, no time. We ain't going on uh, three-minute rounds. You know, we putting that clock on, and we we ain't stopping till that clock stop. For real. Yeah, we don't go on. Uh, we don't go by rounds. We just y'all just go until y'all yeah, can't go. We get until the bag. We the jump rope. Stop. We shadow box. Whatever. We ain't going on no. We ain't going round by round. That's like, that's the the saying: iron sharpening iron, right? Sure, like y'all sure. sharpening each other. Um, a big thing, like I said, you you've been in the media a lot the past couple months, right? Mm -hmm. And you. You a low-key dude, like you to yourself, but you've been in the media because of the whole Shakur dispute, right, with mm -hmm. the contract and all that stuff. And Shakur is my boy. Like, I bang with Shakur. But him going on and calling you out your name and stuff like that, that was kind of crazy. But you still kind of kept your head. You still kind of chilled. What was, what was that whole situation? Because people ain't really hear from, yeah, from you. You know what I'm saying? Really, like to, to, keep it, to keep it G, man, to keep it real with you, I honestly feel like once they was really happy I ain't take the fight. You right. know what I mean? I, I feel like, believe it or not, like me pulling out, they push that narrative of me being scared. They they use that narrative and push the fuck out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when being scared had nothing to do with it. It was all about the money. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? One fighter getting a big amount and the other one getting, you know what I mean? Like. I wouldn't say crumbs, you right, feel me? Right. Because it's the 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 money. I mean, the amount was was good money, but for that type of fight, you're saying like the the risk, the reward didn't outweigh the risk in that sense. Nah, it was just more like you gotta think about this. This fighting is is mental. Yep, it ain't all physical. For sure, I'm going into a fight where I'm going to another network. I gotta yep. I gotta I gotta fight the network. I gotta fight Shakur. I gotta fight the judges. I gotta fight the rest. Yep, you feel me? That's facts. And I gotta go into that in, into the the uh the ring and I ain't happy with what I'm getting paid. Mm -hmm. Come on, I'm going I'm going in mentally not where I need to be. You right. feel me? So it was just like at least I'm taking all them stipulations. Just pay me what I want. That's mm -hmm. what that whole situation was about. Right. They had nothing to do with no ducking, no none of that. No, none of that. It was the yeah. money. Cause 
from my, like, I'm just, all I could go off of is what I see cause, and what I hear because I'm seeing, you know, Shakur tweet about it. Yeah. And I'm seeing everybody talking about it, but you kind of not saying nothing. So for you, to hear your point of view, it makes sense because it's like, okay, I'm not fighting for crumbs, but I want to be in a right space you know, mentally, you know what I'm saying, before I get in the ring. It's bigger, you know, it's bigger. I ain't no crash dummy, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, don't just try to throw me. Like, nah, something, something gotta make sense on my end, something. Right, right, you I can't just me? take the short end of the stick in every aspect. Something gotta make sense, you know? But it's like, I did an interview before, you know what I mean? And, it, and I was like, every top dog gotta be an underdog, right? Yep, yep. That was a whole different type of situation. You know what I mean? Like, that's a, that's a guy coming up from 130 who fought one fight right one fight right yoshina yoshina got paid down in the same what they were trying to pay me right right the right fight before for a title eliminator so i'm fighting a title and ain't finna get paid what would i want to get paid right i ain't going it didn't make sense for you no nah, no um and you know shakur had fought del santos mm -hmm. who was supposed to be the fight that they wanted you to be right yeah. And he didn't put on the performance that he wanted to put on. You know, admittedly, he said that. Could we see a Frank Martin Shakur sometime in the future? Because sure. the, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say like the the belts. There's a lot of vacant belts it's out vacant. there. So you talking about the money? It kind of gives you a better argument if you go get one of them straps. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. he got a strap. Then it's like we the fight was unify. already gonna be big, but. We if can it's unified, yeah. Can unify, we can like the fight is not just like oh Frank just ain't fighting him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they couldn't pay me what I wanted at that time, so the fight didn't happen at that time. Right, right. But them straps vacant now, you mm -hmm. know. So I can go get me some straps. You know what I mean? Maybe one, maybe two. However, however it go. But once I get a strap, we can double back, mm -hmm. and then we can make something happen. We can unify. We can we can still it's make a lot. It it's a lot of opportunity. Yeah, once, for sure. once that happens. How did you feel about his, you know, his performance? Did it, did it make you feel like, okay, I know what I could, what I could do, or was it just like nah. styles make fights type of thing? No, nah, it's it's one of them things like styles make fights. Like I knew, like, with me not taking a fight ain't had nothing to do with me questioning what I could do. Yeah, you know what I mean. That was just all about the money. Mm -hmm. You know, the same. Like I know what he got. I know yeah, what he he's can tough. Do. He's tough. Yeah, you know, not Delasanto. I'm talking about Shakur. Yeah, yeah, Shakur's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what he could do though. You know. Rather the De La Santos fight, or you know, if, if he didn't fight De La Santos, if he went and fought somebody else in dog, that ain't make I, you look at him any nah, type of different, cause you nah, know what he got, you know, know what, what you he, got. I know what he bringing. You know what I mean? It was just De La Santos tough. You know he gonna be he a tough fight for anybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it ain't same thing. You know, right, I want right. to fight the double back around. You right, know what right, I mean? right. And we make it happen. For sure, that's the mentality you gotta have, yeah, man. For sure. Um, and to even get those straps at 35, 35 is a loaded division, right? You got Tank, Shakur, Zepeda, uh, Cambosis. Like, it's a lot of people. Loma is in there. Like, it's a lot of people in there. So for you to get the strap, you're going to have to fight somebody yeah. who's, you know, proven a big name. Who can you see yourself going in and being like, okay, he's good, but I'm, I'm going to get him? Man, so right now, the closest, the the next closest belt that I'm in line for is the WBA. Mm -hmm. And the two people who are ahead of me is Isaac Cruz and William Zapata. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tank ain't take the belt. Right, right. I you saw know? that. So, so we don't know who Tank going to fight. Uh, but either one, of the, either one of those guys, Isaac Cruz or Zapata, you know, I, I fight either one of them. Love that. They can't get, both of them can get it. Both of them. For sure. <laughs> you know, there, there was, speaking of Tank, right, there was a time where the boxing world knows 
you and him jumped in the ring for sparring and like I boxed a little bit, so the the rule of sparring is you don't speak on sparring. Yeah. Right? But it, it's told that, that you held more than held your own during that fight or during that sparring. sparring. What did that tell you about yourself? Because that was a while ago when that happened, right? Mm-hmm. So you wasn't as big as you are now. What did that tell you about yourself? And what did you that tell you about Tank? Like potentially if y'all stepped in the ring with each other. Man, really it was it was one of them situations. Like I wouldn't even put spar tank. Yeah. So I had sparred uh I went out to Vegas or whatever. I ain't have my gear, none of that with me. But For real? I stay in the gym, right? Stay in so, the gym. So uh man, I end up just going to the gym because I'm cool with Floyd people mm-hmm. or whatever. So I end up going to the gym. I go to the gym, uh Floyd end up letting me use his gear. Yeah. Or whatever. And I end up sparring one of the tank homeboys. I sparred one of his homeboys or whatever and uh I stopped him and like we supposed to go like six rounds. I stopped dude in like four rounds. Everybody, everybody in the gym hype. Everybody going. looking at you like, hold on, what's nah, going on? Nah, I just, you know, it was deep. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's popping in the gym. Everybody, you know, yelling and everything. So I stopped dude in like the, the fourth round. We supposed to go six. I stopped him. Then uh, that's Monday. So on Wednesday, we was, me and dude was supposed to spar again. So uh, Floyd ended up coming up to me or whatever. No, 640 came up to me. Tank, tall dude. Be yeah, tank. yeah, yeah. That's his name, right? 640? Six six nine, nine, six some, six something. 640, 640, I'm sure. Uh, he came up to me or whatever, and like, uh, you'll get tanks around. So I'm like, yeah, but I'm supposed to spar tank dude. Yeah. So tank, tank probably try and get his, his, his get, get back. back for yeah, his yeah, because he you feel like, me? damn, he did him crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, Hold so on, he let, try, let me get in there with him. He trying to get his get back for his partner. So uh, Floyd ended up coming up to me after that. I told uh, six, 640, I told him, uh, yeah, or whatever. Floyd came up to me or whatever. And I asked him, could I use his gear? Because the first time he let me use his gear. He let you, yeah. Yeah, so uh, man, I ended up putting his gear on me and Tank got in there. We, uh, it, was, it, was, it was good. The first, it was good work. It was good work. It was good work. But it wasn't like like he was just getting the better of nah, you. Like, nah, it was I'm, good. We both in there working. Yeah, yeah. It was, no, it was good work. Tank, sure. tank solid, though. Tank solid. You know, at that time, too. You know what I mean? Uh, man, I wasn't nowhere near where I'm at right now. Right. You feel me? So, you know. I know Tank got good work, and you know Tank know I got good work. Hello? Can I get two Whopper Junior meals? Damn, $18? Do y'all have, like, payment plans? Like, layaway? Like, anything like that? Y'all don't got that? Well, I could pay, like, maybe $5 right now, like $10 in a week or something like that. Layaway? At a fast food spot? Come on, bro. I've never seen or heard that in my life. That's crazy. Yeah, bro, like, my pockets is hurting right now. I'm down bad. What you need to do is get on prize picks, bro. That's what you need to do if you're down bad like that. Bro, I ain't messing with no prize picks, boy. What I look like? Ah, let's go, man. Another win. Another win. That's like my sixth one all week. Prize picks, man. I told Gio get on prize picks. It's the best one to use. It's another win. Let's go. Man, there's no way this dude just hit on prize picks again. He's up like 5,000 on the week. Damn. Man, let me see how lucky I can get using this prize picks Jarvis keeps talking about. Shoot. Hopefully, he can get me a little bit of money so I could get... Rich. I'd never been on a jet before I started using prize picks. Shoot, I couldn't afford anything before I started using prize picks. Hit a couple more on the passing yards, a little less on the rushing yards. Next thing you know, I'm on a jet. I'm trying to make sure everybody eats. Go to prizepicks.com slash mercury and use code mercury. Get a $100 deposit on your first deposit. That's a $300. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash mercury and use code mercury to get $100 on your first deposit. Never know what that $100 is going to turn into. It could turn into this. Holiday season, my mom sends me to the grocery store to get all these groceries. 
This is the last thing I want to do during the holidays. I'd rather spend some time with my family, chill, and relax. I need to get HelloFresh. It's much faster, 15 minutes to make, and it comes right to your front door. I don't even have to stay in line and do all this shopping. Man, fast food is so good, but it's so bad for you. I got to get on that HelloFresh that Gio was talking about. It's way cheaper and way healthier for you. I'm about to call this dude right now. If you don't want to deal with what we just went through, go to HelloFresh.com slash secondwindfree and get free breakfast for life. Hold on, hold on. Did you just hear what he said? For life. That's one breakfast item per box for every active subscription. Please, it's for free for the rest of your life. Hold on, I don't think they heard you. For life. That's for the duration of the time you're alive. You're going to get free breakfast. Go to HelloFresh.com slash secondwindfree and use code secondwindfree to get free breakfast for life. <laughs> life. You know, at, at 18 and 0, right, everybody who watches boxing knows that you a dog, right? And you got some great wins under your resume, but you don't have that, like, signature win where you, it's like, Frank Martin has arrived. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? When do you think that's going to happen? You think that's going to be next fight? Like, the fight after that? Because I feel like you right on the cusp. Like, I feel like that fight is about to be here. Man, I feel like, I feel like I'm going to go get that belt. They're going to still have something to say about that. The, oh, only, yeah. the, only, the only way they're going to be like, Frank arrived if I go, when I go beat the Shakurs, the Tanks, the, yeah. you know. You it got to be a big it gotta be It got to be another star, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it don't matter. If it ain't no star, you know, you ain't going to get that full credit because everybody was saying Revere yeah. was that guy. Was that guy. You know what I mean? went in and did made it. Made it look easy, right? Made it look real easy. And then everybody forget about Revere. You know what I mean? So it's just like, like right now, it don't matter who I fight. If I don't fight one of them stars, I ain't going to get that credit. Yeah. You know, no matter what. I mean, even if you fight them and beat them, they all like, the thing about boxing is there's always someone saying something. Like, and then sometimes it's the casuals that don't even really understand boxing, but they'll be in your DM. They'll be talking crazy. They'll talk crazy to you and they don't even understand nothing. So like. It's, it's funny to hear you say that because I, I just know, like, what y'all deal with. Man. <laughs> and, and then people got to understand there's always two, three sides to every story. Yeah, for sure. Some, with, with boxing and, and being athletes, people pick one side and they just rock with that rock side. Rock with it. And they'll rock with it hard. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't care about nothing else but the side they choose to care mm-hmm. about. But. When you look at the fight this weekend, right, Regis and Devin, mm-hmm. see, I like hearing – predictions from people who actually know what's going on obviously you know what's going on how do you see that fight going dude who's really skilled with a big power puncher like man i feel like i feel like it's gonna be a good fight yeah I feel like it's gonna be a good fight right but i just feel like regis to be victorious you know what i mean like Devin, he got he got a lot in his arsenal people may say he ain't got no power but you know, he got a lot in his arsenal outside of not having the power. Yeah. You know, he, he probably going to pack some a little more power being that he went up to 140. But, um, man, he got a lot in his arsenal or whatever. So, Regis coming in the fight, just trying to land that big shot going. That's going to be gonna like. Be tough. It's going to be tough. So, he got to come with a little with a little more than just trying finesse. to land that, that big shot. Yeah, a little finesse. Um, so, we got some hot topics, right? Let's get it. We would love your insight on it. The first is. What's your take on the whole social media, YouTubers, boxing? Like, you think that's good for boxing or bad for boxing? Because it's people out here telling me, like, this person will go beat up 
a, a dude who really fights, and I'm like, bro, it's two different worlds. Like, what do you, how do you feel about that? I feel like they need to stay in that world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, unless they start taking it, like, if it's a, oh, all right, say for instance, like a Jake Paul, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like Jake Paul kind of like transitioned over a little bit. Mm-hmm. He started taking boxing more serious. Right. So then he started fighting real fighters. Yeah. But it's a lot of those, those guys who just like, they got names or big YouTubers or whatever, but they don't really take it serious. Mm-hmm. You know, I, they just need to stay in that lane. You yeah. Know, you feel like that that's lane. bad for boxing? Like, it's kind of like. No, I bring, it, I feel like, I feel like it bring a little more life. Right. You know, even though, even though, like, it's fake, it's bringing a different crowd, different audience, you yeah. know, because it may be a real fighter who fight on one of those cars that People somebody gravitate at. to, yep. you know, and it may help them out. So it got its pros and cons. Tyson Fury and Francis Ngannou fought a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. And MMA versus boxing. Tyson Fury won, but to the public, I don't, I don't really like. I don't know what is. What was your take on that fight? Did you watch that fight? Yeah, I watched it. That fight was a yeah. little. That fight was tricky because I was telling people, bro, it's not like Tyson Fury is Tyson Fury. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he get down, but it didn't look. Dude, what was your take, dude? Only it's only two things I could think, man. Tyson just didn't prepare for dude properly. Yeah. Because he's looking at him like he a UFC fighter. Yeah, I can and just, I'm roll just in do there. what I want to do. For sure. And then dude was training. He coming to win. <laughs> you know, so it could have been Tyson underestimating him, or dude was just, you know, he was just good. Yeah. I feel like dude would get some some heavyweight, some problems. He for got, real? He got some heat on me strong. You strong know, he, as hell. He know how to wrestle, you know, so that give him a, a little advantage. Damn. See, that – that fight to me was like I was so bro, I was so caught off guard man, by that shit. Man, look, look. <laughs> I know look you was here, watching. Man. Like, what is going on? For sure, dude did his thing. Yeah, Francis, Francis did his thing against uh, Tyson Fury to be a world champion. That fight could have went to Francis. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. So, you know. Damn, that fight could have went to. But Francis. you got the champion. You got the champ. You know, you got to do a little more. You got, yeah, when you fighting when you the champ, you got to beat him. Yeah, you got you got to beat him. Francis got him a knockdown, you know. But those last two rounds got a little weird. Yeah, you know what I mean, it was, like it was a little tricky. Them last he two ain't rounds. turn up like it's kind of like he chilled out. I don't know. But <laughs> the next topic is so there that dude Bradley Martin. You see when he was talking to right. Dev, big bodybuilder dude. Okay, okay, yeah. He was talking to Dev and he Who was Regis? like, Was he with Regis too? Not is it is he a trainer? No, 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 not a trainer, not a trainer. There was a dude. He's a he's like he's a podcaster, big bodybuilder. He's he told Devin, he said, I will beat you in a street fight. He like 240 pounds, but he just, he don't train. He's just a bodybuilder. He was like, I, I got 100 pounds on you. How do you feel about that? Like an average person with a boxer, because y'all are trained assassins, bro, but people Man. don't understand, like, they just don't understand what y'all are capable of. But he was talking shit to Devin saying, I will beat him because I'm 100 pounds bigger than him. I'm stronger than him. And he is, like, he's, he's, he's solid. Out. Man, that weight really don't mean, like, if you, when you know what you're doing, man, that weight don't mean nothing. Yeah. Because it's like when, when a boxer, say a boxer get in a street fight, yeah, it's like everything slow paced. Everything mm-hmm. like slowed down. Like you, you see what somebody finna throw before they even they throw telegraph it, it without oh, yeah. them even knowing. You seeing everything. You know what I mean? Body shot. You, you <laughs> give a, big, a good body shot. One of them big dudes give one of them good body shots. It's over with. That, all that man, muscle man. don't mean nothing when that body shot Look come here. out. Look here. <laughs> and, then, and then it don't matter how big you is. You right, know, right. That all, it take, all it take is seven pounds of pressure. That's, That's it. it. See, I ain't, That's I ain't it. know that. That's something new. Couple hypothetical fights. I want your take on. Tell me who wins and why. 
Bud and EJ rematch at 154 because you know the big thing. I feel like EJ just wasn't himself at one yeah, at sure. 147. Like, and mm-hmm. people don't realize the the difference in that. So mm-hmm. you training with EJ all the time. If he's fully at 154, how does that fight look? Man, that's a a, a better fight. Way, way better, better fight. fight way man. more competitive type. Way thing. way better. Cause I ain't gonna lie, man. Them weight cuts. Them weight cuts play a, a, a big. It, it weigh a lot on you. You know, especially. Mm-hmm. If if you lost a lot of weight or whatever it may be, man, them weight cuts ain't no joke. For real, what's the what's the craziest thing that you heard of somebody doing for weight cuts? Because I seen like online people like passing out, like almost like y'all y'all go through some crazy stuff for weight cuts. Man, you gotta everybody do their weight cuts different. Like mm-hmm. you know, I do my weight cuts. Like my last weight cut was a tough weight cut. You know, my, like the Revere fight, my nutrition, my weight, everything. I was on point. My yeah. last fight, I kind of, you know, it was a little shortcuts. You know, yeah. I kind of. Do you feel well, like that affected you? That it affected last fight? me for sure. You know, because my energy it wasn't there. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was, I was off a little bit. But uh, man, like the weight cut, my two weight cuts, the Revere weight cut, and then that weight cut was mm-hmm. the same, same two things. Right. I just did some different stuff. Some different stuff for the the uh, what was the dude name my last fight? Uh, Artem. 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 Man, that, I was in the tub. I like to do the tub. Yeah. So I go run. I get my little run in or whatever. My sweat bag on and all that. And then I do the tub. I put the tub, like, super hot. Yeah. So I just sit in the tub and probably, like, probably I lose in, like, 20, probably, like, 25 minutes if I sit in the tub and it's, and it's steaming. Mm-hmm. I lose probably, like, two and a half, three pounds. Right. You know I mean, get out. Then I do a cocoon. So I wrap up and Wrap up and all that. A lot of towels and yeah. covers. and. But you're not, like, a, like a weight bully. There's yeah, some nah. dudes that's, like, big as hell and be fighting, like <laughs> – in them little small weight, weight classes, mm-hmm. yeah. Another hypothetical, Shakur and Tank. How does that fight go? Who wins? Why? Uh, man, that's a good fight. That's a good fight, too. Because um, I'm sure you study Shakur being you almost fought him, and Tank you obviously been in the ring with. So you got a real different analyst than everybody else. Man. Or it's too close to call. It's just one of them things. Tank got skill. Mm-hmm. Tank Tank got skill. Tank got power. He got that in, natural instincts, man. He just, he got it. You know, Shakur just a pure boxer. Yeah. You know, he could box his ass off. Pure boxer. Um, but is is just pure boxer. Tank. Tank got a little bit of everything. Tank got a little bit of everything. It's hard to game plan for him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like okay. you got to be. You got to, like, knowing you finna fight your court, you just know you finna box. Yeah. You finna box. So you got to be sharp. You got to be sharp. Tank, you know, he, he he got a little bit of everything in his arsenal, you know. Okay. We got a lot in common. Right, right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> Which I, is why that sparring went the way it did. <laughs> yeah, y'all a yeah. Of, a lot in common. Um, Tia Fimo and Devin Haney at 140. Uh, I got I got Dev. Dev? Yeah. Damn, that's... Tio, Tio's good, man. Yeah, he had a good show in his last was his last fight against yeah, Taylor. Taylor, he yeah. looked good. Devin, yeah, I got Dev. Okay, okay. Last one, Frank Martin and Keyshawn Davis. <laughs> Keyshawn, not ready for me. Man. Not ready because I seen yeah. so I seen y'all kind of had that interaction. Keyshawn, Key man, Keyshawn, good. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I ain't, I ain't want. I'm a, I'm real. You yeah, no facts, so facts. Like, I ain't gonna never, I ain't gonna never just you know down talk a, a a good fight or a bad fighter you know but it's just he just ain't ready i don't care who he spar i don't care 
what he doing right now he not ready right you know he gotta hey <laughs> if he coming to fight you you gotta come correct it's, it's gonna be a michelle another michelle revere <laughs> simple as that easy work simple as that so this is a this is a staple question that we always ask to you know everybody everything that you've gone through in your life right mm-hmm. if you had one word or phrase to describe your life up to this point what would it be and why you can't uh, use adversity though because everybody use adversity It's a tough one, right? It'll probably be a determination. Determination? Determination. Why? Just because whatever you go through, you know, you you got to know you're going to get through it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You got to be determined to get through it. You know, you're going to, everything in life, it don't matter what we do, you know, uh, we're going to have our ups and downs, you know, so just having that determined mentality, you know, that's just like something you ain't, gonna, ain't, ain't nothing stopping you. Yeah. You determined to get done what you're going to do. If you if you got something going on and you got that determined mentality, ain't nothing stopping you nothing from accomplishing what you want to accomplish. When's the time in your life where you feel like that displayed the most? For real, for real, man. I, I go through it a lot. You know what I mean? Like, throughout my life, I go through having to be determined and, and patient for yeah. shit. Really, like, my whole life, it's been like a, a ongoing thing. You know, it ain't never just been like, smooth sailing you feel me yeah. i'm trying to get it to that point to this day so it ain't never just been like smooth sailing you know so i just gotta stay been determined. bumps in the road yeah for sure one of my favorite sayings is you can't have an easy life and strong character right the price of each is the other mm. so you can't you're gonna need them bumps in the road to build your character right if sure. it was easy that character wouldn't be as strong it show you who you is and then say if you never had no bumps when you start getting the bumps can you handle them right that's the thing for sure. No, that's that's real and that's deep. You know, people watching, make sure y'all go ahead and and tune into that. You <laughs> tune into that. Uh, the last question that we always ask, um, you know, this show is called The Second Win, right? Mm-hmm. And for anybody going through anything, maybe there's a kid that wants to be the next Frank Martin or maybe there's somebody who just got laid off from their job and trying to find their second win. What's the biggest piece of advice that you could give to them to help them kind of overcome, you know what I'm saying, something that they're going through? I mean, it's really just like you got to be, you got to know what you want. You know, as individuals, we got to know what we want, you know, um, and we got to push forward. You know what I mean? Don't let nobody shortchange all your goals. And, you know what I mean, if they if they talk down on you, just use that as, as motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's a lot, of, a lot of people who steal people's dreams by telling them they can't do certain things. So uh, mm-hmm. don't ever let nobody you know, dumb you down and tell you you can't do nothing. Use that and strive off that and, and do what they told you you couldn't do. And then go holler at them. <laughs> tell them what, what That's up. a bar, <laughs> man. That's a bar because yeah. I feel that. Like, that's – I done been there, and I'm sure you done been there. And I think sure. every every successful person done been there. People push their doubts on you sometimes. So, it's, it's like every successful person gets to that point where they like, somebody told me no, and I did that shit anyways. You got to. You got to. You got to prove them wrong. For real. Hey, man. We want to tell you we appreciate you getting on, bro. We appreciate you getting on. Anybody watching Second Wind Family, make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe. Go tell your mom. Go tell your auntie. Go tell your pet fish. Go tell your your dog, your cat. We got Mr. Frank Martin, the ghost, 18-0 on the Second Wind Podcast. Appreciate y'all, man. Love. Uh